so pathetic. No. You are! Don't you know that you still have your powers? All your powers. And you always will. Whether you're 18 or you're 30 or you're 50 or you're 100, you will always be young and you will always be beautiful. You're Brian Kitty for fuck's sake! Hello and welcome, this is TV Donut. This is your Donut crew, myself, Piers Ray, and of course the lovely Hannah Davies. Hello! And the equally lovely Saskia Werner. Woohoo! Excited! And you're listening to TV Donut, the show where we pick a show at random, watch the pilot, the finale, and try to figure out what happened in the middle. Today, we're watching Queer's Folk. One of Hannah's most favorite ever shows ever. Show I'd never seen, been on my watch list for years and years and years and years. This is the US version we watched. Yes. The magical t-shirt hanging up behind you on my wall. Yeah. You hung that up, of course, in the last week. Uh, last night. Last night? Yeah. It's, it's perfect. I have a snap of it. two of them, identical, both given to me as Christmas gifts on the same Christmas by mm-hmm. two different darling friends of mine. What are the odds of that? Pretty low, except for the fact that you both know when I'm obsessed with the show, but I, I suppose I obsess fine. about the show. So they probably mm-hmm. heard me talk about it a lot. And my experience with the show was incredible. I was living with three uh, men in their early 20s when I started watching this. My boyfriend at the time, my brother, and uh, a friend of ours. And they hated it. They, they hated, hated me. It? Hold on. Just because they would walk through the living room and all they would see is, like, dudes fucking. And they would be like, ugh, like, ugh, whatever, whatever, right? Comment, right. comment, comment. And I was, I'd just be like, whatever. You're idiots. But they eventually got so sucked in, <laughs> they were more into it than I was. And it was hilarious to me because... This show is amazing, and anyone that gives it five seconds of their time falls in love with it. All you gotta do is finish... You don't even have to finish the pilot. After about ten minutes in the pilot, you're like, okay, I really want to know more about these guys and what's going on here. This donut is one of the reasons why I'm sitting here. It's one of the reasons why I love television. It's one of the reasons why I want to write television. Like, Brian and Justin's journey... This is 2000. Yes. Right? It's yeah. not it's not now. It was shocking to me that that was on television in the year 2000. This is before Game of Thrones, before it True is Blood. So- it was crazy. And no and nothing had ever been on TV like this before. What was this on? Showtime. Showtime it was, yeah. okay. Yeah. 2000 to 2005. If you watch and other think about other shows on like this, like Friends. At the same time. Yeah. And you watch the way they deal with homosexual characters. Yeah. It's cringeworthy sometimes. And what what I love the most about this show is that Brian and Michael are like opposite personalities of each other. And yes. Emmett and Ted are like opposite personalities of each other. So it's not just one... It's like, it's not Will and Grace where you're seeing like, okay, this is what gay people are. It's like so... All over the place. Yes. Up and down, good and bad, yep. ugly and beautiful. And it's so good. I can talk about this for seven hours. You guys are going to have to That's stop me. totally fine. I'm kind of excited to hear uh, some more about the show from you. The quiz is so long, you guys. Uh, yeah, we should get to it. Okay. Because it's going to take a while. Let's anyway, break into the so uh, can we say yes? We're all oh, team queers folk? Yes. Definitely. I could see watching this whole series if it wasn't. I have so every long. episode on DVD if you would like to take it home with you today. Uh, God, when am I going to have time? Juiced FYI. <laughs> it is so... 
It's so good. But it, it goes by so fast. Like, that pilot yeah. flew by. I was like, oh, it wow. It did. It really did. Because I also didn't want to watch two hours. I was like, ugh, I'm so tired. I did not realize like it. it was a two-hour pilot when I started watching it. And after about an hour, I got up and I was like, when is this? Oh, I see. Yeah. It kept feeling like it's supposed to end here. But there was a clear... And to yeah. an episode. The credit scene oh, at like a 45 minute in mark. In there again. And then, little, and this show does have one of the worst theme songs of all time. It used to scare the crap out of me every time it started. And I, <laughs> you know, fast forward through it every time. I don't even remember the theme oh, song. It's loud. Anyway, huh. I'll play okay. it for you here. It stood out to me, but not in not really not in a that terrible bad. way. Yeah, in a always, way, not always good drove way. me freaking insane. And it's just a bunch of go-go dancers. Like it's not even people from the show in the credits. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, so should we just do that? Like you said, there's a clear break. So why don't we just talk about the pilot, which actually is called the premiere? Okay, it's fancy. Uh, it came out in the year 2000, which we already mentioned. After a night out at the club Babylon with Michael, Emmett, and Ted, Brian picks up a cute guy named Justin for a night of fun. But afterwards, coldly rebuffs Justin's attempts to see him again. Michael also gets lucky, taking home a hunky, taking home a hunk, not a hunky, <laughs> <laughs> taking home a hunk, only to be happily interrupted for a trip to the hospital after Brian learns that Lindsay and Melanie have had a baby boy, Gus, named Gus. Yeah. So a lot of that synopsis will not make sense without having watched the episode. The, uh, for example, it is. Uh, Brian's son. Yes. He's the sperm donor to a lesbian couple who he's been friends with for a long time. I think the mother and him the mother and have him been friends since a, maybe even childhood. It yeah. seems that way, yeah. I think it's college. I think okay. they met in college okay. and that they have been tight ever since. And they're very close. Yes, they are. And they've, they also mentioned they've had sex. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. A few times. And he was not so bad. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's set up... It's pretty obvious that he's the best ever. Yeah, that Brian is just set up to be a sex god, and that's his whole thing. Yes. He's Peter Pan. Peter Pan. He's never going to grow old. He's just going to fuck hot boys until he dies. That's his whole dream. And once he's done with it, then he moves on. Yeah. he's. he's, I've done you. One and done, for sure. Yeah. That's no relationships. He he eventually tells Justin, like, love is a lie that straight people tell each other. It's bullshit. I don't believe in any of that. Like, I'm just here to fuck. And he's clear, but I mean, we also see him go through, he's clearly damaged. Like, he's yeah. gone through oh, some stuff. so damaged. It is, I mean, not believing in love is, is a sign in and of itself, but he, um, he seems to be borderline suicidal in both episodes. Yeah. He's flirting with suicide if he's not out and out trying to commit it. He, the one thing I wasn't sure you guys would go for was the age difference. It had, I have problems with it. But the comment is made in, I think it's in the finale episode, that Justin is like 15 years emotionally Brian's senior. And that is so true. Well, yes. It's very (laughs) true. Brian is a fucking walking disaster. And one of the best episodes in the donut, which you guys should watch, is when his father passes away. And it's, it's real, real hard. Oh, no. 
and that sounds awful. So good, like one of my another one of my favorite episodes. Good relationship of all time. with his father. I'm horrible. assuming not. Nope, horrible. Yeah, didn't think so. Yeah. Uh, the age gap was. Uh, I, I didn't it think is, about it the entire time. He the, he's 17 and Brian is 29. Turns yeah. 30. Well, it's like illegal, right? Oh, it's I, totally it's, it's totally illegal. Isn't it 16 rate, though? I think, I think it's different in every state. It is. I think it's different in every province. So we. I feel like they would have. I feel like they would have mentioned the illegal. Yeah, the, no one seemed illegalness to be of it. Freaking out about the fact that he could go to jail. So maybe it's not. Maybe it is under 16. I think. Yeah. Well, but that 16. whole scene when he was like. I'm 21, 20, 19, 18. <laughs> what is this? A space launch? Did he say? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> it was, yeah. It so was a line, but I great. laughed. But the, the voiceovers I thought were super cheesy. I like really didn't even remember that Michael did voiceovers, so I don't know if that continues into the other seasons. That wasn't it was finale. very brief. Yeah. He only did it like for a minute at the beginning and then again but at the he end. introduced everybody, basically saying like he's the boy next door type, Emmett is like a campy queen, Ted has a big heart, but unfortunately that's not the organ that gay men look for. Inside. Not to say that there's anything wrong with his organ, but he's like a he's there for romance, and he should he, like it's clear he's at the wrong club. Yes, he does not, and he's oh. older than all the rest of them a little yes, bit. He's just sort of out of place. He's like an accountant, so he's just like a nerd kind of. And then there's Brian, who's in the middle of the dance floor, being like the king of Babylon, and that's that's where he always is, pretty much, unless he's in the back room. Yes, and we get to see what happens there too. Yes, immediately. immediately. <laughs> yeah, it was a very like. Right off the bat. It goes into the craziest club music. Yeah. yeah. And it's just lights flashing for the first five minutes. You're like, what is going on here? This is it's so crazy. That all This was all shot in Toronto. All mm-hmm. of those what? scenes uh, were shot without sound. So there's... like That's what I think about now every time I see Babylon. I'm like, those people are all doing that, and there's no music happening. That and it, so they're awkward. so on beat. Like, they usually when you great. see people do that, you're like, guys... Everyone's dancing to a different song. <laughs> so what they probably did was like, okay, this is the song, played it for them, and then turned it off. But it was, it's so funny to think about that place being actually silent, and they're yelling their lines, because it has to sound like they're doing it over the music. We're going to throw in a crowd later, just pretend they're there. It just makes me so happy. <laughs> anyway, we spend a lot of time at Babylon. It's uh, A lot of time in the... It's sort episodes. of their second home. I mean, in the series, you yeah. spend a lot of time at Babylon. Babylon's kind of like the... Another character. It's their central perk. What's going on? I don't know why I'm thinking about Friends. Did he say, I wasn't sure if that was lines, like, when did 70s night become 80s night? Yes, they're mad because they're super disco. disco. And disco has now been replaced by whatever happened in the 80s, so they don't like it at all. World's moving on. Emmett especially. Emmett's my favorite. He's so amazing. He was my favorite, too, actually. Him and Ted. Yeah. I like like, uh, Brian and, and Mike. Mikey. But uh, those two, I really hope to see more of them as the series goes on, because they're kind of backseat right now. Yeah, everybody gets definitely gets their own... Like, I think you see more in the finale. I guess Emmett doesn't have a lot, a huge storyline going but on. But Ted has finale, a way but... bigger storyline in the yeah. finale. So they all sort of take turns being in the center. Great. Although Brian and Justin are kind of the main they are? thrust of this show. I yeah, would, for sure. Oh. I saw Brian as the... Protagonist. Yeah. That's funny. Well, it's funny because it's it's well, Michael's funny. show, right? Yeah, it is. Over, it's his mom, but the entire show is about Michael watching Brian. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Brian show through Michael's eyes, and he is obsessed with Brian. Yes, yes. Is he in love with him? Yes, yeah, okay. for sure. Good. As is Justin. As is Lindsay. A little bit. A little. And bit. they're the only ones that uh, continue to let Brian. Mm-hmm 
cause chaos because Ted and Emmett can't give two shits about Brian. Like you see again in the finale when Brian's like, you still have me. Like, I'm not going anywhere. And Emmett's like, yeah, yeah, great. great. Like he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. And Melody, like, I mean, she's, she tries in this pilot. Like, oh, I she, think she hates him. She fucking hates him yes. so much. So yeah. much. And it's like, anyway, so I get it. I get it. So there was like, there are people that are firmly in team Ryan and people that are firmly like cut Brian. Lewis. And you can completely understand it. And Justin like, flips sides, depending on how he's being treated that particular season. You if know? you haven't been like under the charm, like directly influenced by it, I feel like you just see how horrible of a person he is. Yeah. And he constantly disappoints and he constantly fucks up. And then every once in a while he shows up so huge that like at the dance, right? Where it's like give you, he gives you that thing you never dreamed he would give you. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's borderline abusive, but <laughs> he's so sexy and he pours water all over himself. Guys. Oh, that was so. I knew you would bring that up. You would. Like, there were certain shots in the show <laughs> oh, where I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's right. where Hannah likes Hannah's, so much. Hannah loves this show. Yeah. I get it. That one was that's a good one. Yeah, but I just love Justin in that scene. He's like, he has no idea what's happening. No idea. Like the whole rim job conversation. He's so awkward and weird, and it's like it's like the two polar opposites of of the gay experience of being like having slept with every person you ever come across, like mm-hmm. even guys that end up in your meetings that are married with two kids, to like literally never high like, school kissing version. a boy. Yeah. And, and that's his first night going out. That's Justin's first night going out to the clubs looking for something. Yeah. And out he, from the suburbs where he goes to Catholic school, right? Oh, like yes. he's he's such a noob and that his first experience is with that dude on the street, which does not go well. No. Yeah, he goes up and asks for your, well, you know, what clubs are good? And this random guy in the street says, well, it depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for leather, go to the meat hook. If you're looking for twinks, go to, what was it? I don't even Golden know. Boy, oh, Daddy Boy? Some of them were Something. really insane. Boy Why don't you come always like boy toy. Meat Hook and Pistol. Oh my god. Oh, the but names. Pistol's for the stuck up snobs. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was going to say Babylon when he was saying that because, like, that's our crew. Anyway, <laughs> he tries to get him so to go home funny. with him, saying it's a school night. Uh, should we. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Should we quickly go through like the bubble butt storyline? I would love to go through that. That was my. That was so funny. <laughs> so weird. So bizarre. So dude, some dude at the bar is like cruising Michael all night. He's like doesn't. He's not into it. He ends up following him home. So he is super like super stalkery. Love yes. that we're getting all these different perspectives, but that kind of thing surprised me. I like, did I, not. That guy like that. He looked way different in that light when he was leaning against the wall all seductively and it was like. Yes, he's a mysterious man who just really wants you. And then he turned out to be this horrible dude. From a distance, he looks like a model. Yes, he did. Like, what did I write? Something. They're all commenting on his great bubble butt. Posing godlike, I said. Amazing. (laughs) On his his basket. They keep talking about his basket. That he's got this amazing bubble butt, yeah. And then they get home, they start fooling around. And not only is his butt plastic, ordered offline, his bulge, as he calls it, is also fake. Yeah, it came as a deal. Two for like if you, it was cheaper if you ordered both Insane. at the same time. Thank God, Brian or Michael gets a call from Brian that he you needs know, him. They got to go to the hospital. We don't know why. I knew. Why. Oh, we saw. It. We get to see that scene firsthand <laughs> as he's like freaking jerking off Justin. You were and on he the comes phone when he shot his load on me. It that, was when he so bad in the hospital room. I was like, oh my god, I forgot. This is how annoying you were. And I'm like, who is he talking to on this phone call where it's okay to like? 
make it so obvious that it's he's jerking never someone okay. off. It's Brian doesn't have any boundaries. No, that's never okay to do. And it nope. was a yeah, no. And he he got angry at Justin for coming, but he kept on going. the phone. <laughs> he got angry at him on the phone. Oh, it's just some kid. Ah, oh, my he new duvet came oh, all over Brian. my duvet. <laughs> new sheets. <laughs> Uh, so he wants Justin to leave, but Justin can't leave because he's lied to his mom and told her that he's sleeping over at Daphne's and he can't. He has nowhere to go, so he has to bring him to the hospital with him and Michael. And this, like this, even just seeing them run down that corridor, like I knew what was going to happen, and I was like, I hate this. Anyways, oh, they all looked so cute and happy, and, and it was so great. Guys, this might be the first time I actually cry on the podcast instead of just watching the podcast. I did not expect this to have this big an effect on you. This is incredible. Oh, it's so sad. Okay, it's fine. Anyway, Gus gets named Gus instead of Abraham. Abraham? Abraham, Abraham. he would get teased every day. Yeah. Kind of agree. Says Justin. But now Abraham's probably cool again because of Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think Abe's a good name. Abraham the hero. There are way worse names that they could have picked as an old. Like calling someone Abe. Yeah. Babe. Not bad, not bad. Not it's, the worst. It's Alphonse. Very, it's old fashioned Al. for sure. There you go. Alphonse. Even. Yeah. Alphonse. Yeah, actually, that's a great That is a great name. No. I, love <laughs> no. I love it. So, the first time Brian gets weirdly suicidal is when he's up on the roof with Mike, Michael, Mikey, and uh, Mike. This was a silly scene. Yeah, I agree. I don't this, care. The song. That song is so insane. This was a low point for me for both of these characters. Yeah. Yeah. I thought like this what? whole scene was, I was like, this, this is weird. It no. was the, okay. Even the point that Brian was trying to make is like, you have this thing of flesh reminding you that you're getting older by the minute, by the second, like by your own age doesn't remind you just because you see that your baby aging. Is that what he was talking about? Yeah. Well, I think the kids grow, they quickly they change so fast. Yes. It's like you don't see yourself aging like that. I totally get that point. It's so weird. But the, the whole way that they went about it was really weird. It's kind of weird you having a kid. Still, it's exciting, isn't it? What, having some wrinkled little time clock ticking away? Reminding you that you're getting older by the minute? By the second? Keep thinking like that, you're going to end up prematurely gray. Oh, I think I see one. Ow! Why didn't somebody try and stop me? Hello? Somebody did. You wouldn't listen. You had to let Lindsay fill your head with all her bullshit flattery. Oh, Brian, you're so good looking. Oh, oh, Brian, you're so smart. Oh, oh, you've got such great genes, Brian, and I don't mean your 501s. And now you're stuck with a kid. For life. There is always one solution. I could end it all right now. Oh, that'd be dramatic. It's like ER, birth and death in the same episode. Now get down! Well, you have to come get me. I'm serious. Stop clowning. Or I'll jump!
on, Mikey. Let's fly. Get all those comic books. I'm Superman. I'll show you the world. Why am I always Lois Lane? What have you done today? I'll make you feel proud. And but my dad says I tried to stop you. I told you this was a bad idea, mm-hmm. and you 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 let your vanity and and Lindsay's compliments like suck you into it. Now you're stuck with this baby. Oh, Brian, you're so good looking. You're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> Just ridiculous. Very true. But that scene between the two of them alone in the hospital room, I thought was really good. Yes. Yes. With her and Lindsay. I agree. Yeah. When uh, she lives in Victoria, she used to come into Payless all the time with her kids when yeah. I worked there, and I'd be like, "I've seen you naked. <laughs> it's really weird." I don't. I would never say that to her. But no, I'm sure weird, creepy people did, <laughs> oh, did bet, say it to I them bet. all the time. Guys, it's probably see, so annoying. Don't do it. Her naked and then see them on the street. You don't need to bring it up. They know. They know you know. Just keep it to yourself. The best thing you could possibly say is I'm a big fan of your work. Yes! They'll figure it out. They'll put two and two together. Well, maybe she's thinking of the the other roles she's had. So of maybe she'll never well, think. And that's she's fine. talking that's, about my body. That's for the best, yes. isn't it? Yes, it is. Isn't it? You- After they leave the hospital is when we get the uh, taking Justin's virginity scene. And oh. this, the line, what he said to him actually creeped me out. And you guys have to know, like, Brian, like, I'm in love with Brian. Like, I have been what? for so long. And well, I he's, understand. He's he a, is my favorite character. He's a gay man, and he's also horrible. But you'll if you... He's the character you want to know the most but about. But when he said sure. this line, I was like, serious. no. <laughs> Which line? I want you to always remember this, so no yes. matter who you're with, I'll always be there. Ah, that was great. If a dude said that to me after we had sex, I would, I don't know, I think I'd throw up. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, that's so <laughs> creepy. It's that is. Bad. Not cool. And after your first time, oh yeah, was that- I was, I wanted to be like, no, cut that out. I can't live with that. I thought that was actually before. Like, that's as he's got his legs over yeah, his Yeah, it was right when like he was, like, a can you wear a condom kind of thing. He's like, we had a safe sex lecture at school. I was like, now you're going to have a demonstration. Like, that's... Oh. Mm. It was like... There's he, way hotter sex scenes between them after this. You'll get to see lots of them. Also, assumed, yes. <laughs> Brian was high, correct? Yeah, oh my he's God. always high. I got the sense of that. We never saw him take drugs. But he got progressively more high. I feel high. like we kind of sort... Well, no, maybe not. He took E, for sure. Oh, he mentions well, taking E. Well, A, B, C, D, E, Yeah, e, but e. we saw him take it earlier in the episode. Oh, and also, is that a, a sheet of acid? Probably. That he was given that, then, like, concoction? Possibly. Oh, right. No, I think that was the ecstasy. The e? yes. Yeah. But I think it was some kind of more than just the E that was... He, like also, he also offers Justin that's Another that adorable scene when Justin was like, I'm allergic to codeine, and, like, he was... Spiraling, he was so nervous. That was so awkward. Justin was Justin's really great in those oh, episodes. He's so very sweet. Good. Although Did you his obsession with Brian I found very frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. And it like, gets worse on, and it's very frustrating. But he's come a seventeen year old idiot that's like never anyway. And has no outlets. Totally. For this stuff. Yeah. His so, family cool. really sucks. Did you recognize Brian from Clash of the Teen Drama Titans? Oh my god, no. Which one? Yeah. Uh, he was on The Secret Circle. Yep. He burned Cassie's mother alive. Oh my god, that was him? I he's tried the, to tell you then he's how the sexy man. he is. Yeah. You wouldn't listen. Did you think he With was, the magic? Did you yes. think he was sexy in he's, that? No. He's, no, he's not sexy in it at all. Okay. That's no. the problem. Okay. Well, that's, that's, He's the reason I watched 
so many episodes of that show, and he's so terrible, and it's hilarious. It's not hilarious. It's so depressing. I need him back on TV in a good (laughs) role. It's been driving me crazy for, like, look, 10 years now, since 2005. It's a pretty good role. He deserves it. This guy should be everywhere. He deserves it. Actually, all of these guys were fantastic. His mannerisms reminded me of, what's his face? Can't think of his real name. Damon. Oh, Ian Silverholder? Smolderholder. <laughs> oh my god. And then he also reminded me of who's the other person that I don't remember now, but. Okay, so they wake up the next morning. Apartment is trashed. Brian doesn't remember Justin's name and also doesn't remember that he now has a son and doesn't remember his name either. He did, yes. yeah, he remembers nothing. <laughs> so that should tell you how what kind of drugs he was on. Yeah. Pretty crazy, and he's and he was doing handstands. Yeah. His apartment is ruined because when he Justin to do was handstands. like, we didn't even see this part, did we? Yeah. No, we did not. No, no, we did not. Je- when Justin, the line when Justin was like said that he got to name Gus, that's when I, that's when you know, like they're fucked. Justin is like in love. Like he was like, I got to name him. Like yeah. it was, I was like, my heart broke. I'm like, you are about to get thrown out the door. Yes. Yep. I named oh. your son. Ugh. I know it was so, so and then when he was telling Daphne like he said I love you when he came I was like motherfucker mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. my god always a mistake uh, yeah that's a first date mistake right? <laughs> <laughs> like to even think that means anything and like to bank on that as like oh like anyway yeah just, he's it's so sad He's pretty unworldly, but like you say, suburbs, Catholic school. Yeah, no, totally. Let's I buy it you, completely. He has just been seduced by this guy who yeah. apparently knows everything. I just, I mean, I understand it completely. So I just feel flags. so bad for Justin. Well, yes, but he's, yeah, he's only 17. He's, I guess. I guess. <laughs> if you went on a date at 17, Saskia, and the guy never remembered your name. Oh, well, that's a big, that's <laughs> a big issue. That's a big issue. Thing. That's like four instances. Like, yeah. what's your name again? Yeah. There comes to the point where Michael's like, even I know his name. And he says it's Justin, and then when he goes up to him, what does he say? He calls him Dustin? Dustin! Dester? Something similar. That's not Justin. And I feel like he was doing that deliberately. Uh, Yeah. In the the next episode, he's trying to get rid of him. So he's being an asshole on purpose. Okay. But let's finish this one first. So Michael wakes up. And uh, to glass crashing and the alarm in the Jeep going off. And mm-hmm. he sees his friggin' kids spray painting it and they call him queer. And and this is the first instance of homophobia we see in the show. Yes. Which is so jarring. Well, like, oh, that's right. It's, they're it's a so terrible place in, to be. in their universe surrounded by their own people. And then they step out of that and it's like, this is what happens, right? So yeah, yeah he takes the... He finds Justin with Brian. He's annoyed. Michael's very annoyed by Justin for a long time. Yep. Very, very annoyed. And rightfully so. Yeah. Well, he always ends up having to take care of him, too. Like, yeah, because taking care of Pick up the pieces. Yeah. Taking care of the underage boyfriend of the man you're in love with. So he's like, okay, we gotta Uh. take, yeah, we gotta take the kid to school. And, and Michael's like, we can't take him in this. And he's like, I don't care, whatever. So they show up squealing and we see what's like tagged across the van is the F word. Yeah, which has been carefully hidden from us. It's just people reacting to it up until this, which is a great scene. Yeah, we, we knew that how badly it was smashed up. That was all we knew. Well, yeah. no, we knew that there was something on the yes, side. Yes, yes, that's true. But we true. didn't know what. And this, Brian tears down the street in his Jeep. Kids are running out of the way. Yes! I was like, man, okay, you're... The cops would be after you so fast if you did that through a yeah. school zone at a 
Christian public school. It was exactly. pretty bad. It was bad. It yeah. was it was, it was a low moment for Brian. Yeah. And I was I was thinking to myself like this is not good. Like we just saw the scene of homophobia, and now they're going to this Catholic school and they're going to let this kid out. <laughs> like it's it's putting such a huge target. It is. On I agree. Justin, I was like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And thank God they Brian make... like got out and stood up for him. Yeah. And he bullied the bully. He bullied who? Okay, so we got to say there's a bully who keeps popping up to harass Justin. Chris Dodd. Chris is that? Yes. Oh my goodness. That's his name. Didn't even recognize him. Anyway. Um, no, that's the that's character's name. That's the on character the show. Name. Sorry. I thought that was the actor. And I'm now thinking of someone totally different. Anyways, so Chris is always bullying him throughout the first season, I assume, at least. Yeah, I have a donut question, so I'm not going to get too much into that. But okay. feel free to. Obviously, it starts. It's, this is not the same kids that beat up the car, right? No, no, no. They those were no, those are thirteen-year-old psychopaths kids. that pick on Michael. That I was Michael pretty sure they were not the same. Easy target. Yes, Michael's a very true. easy target. Chris so is a senior in high school. Like they're all seniors. Like Justin's senior, yeah. seventeen. Daphne, they're, this is all their last year of high school. That that yes harasses Justin uh, constantly. I think he's in love with Justin. Well, you'll have to answer I mean, that in a donut question. Up, so I can't say he's so obsessed with, and I mean. But, Maybe that's uh, an easy he's way out. The but... worst person in the world, and I will tell you that what happens to him after what he does in the finale is uh, he gets community service. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa. Anyway, yeah. and he has to serve it at a hospice of people who are dying of AIDS. Oh, okay. There's something. There's a little bit of justice. And in it that. goes on from there. I mean, he doesn't go anywhere for a while. <sighs> does so he? I won't spill out too much of season two I, for yeah, you guys because you're both gonna watch Queer as Folk. Because I, I would really hope that he <laughs> you would. You think he's gonna get redeemed? Honestly, I don't think he will. It doesn't seem like that kind of a character. But I'd love to see an arc like that to show it's possible. Yeah, I'm not gonna comment on yeah. that. But he's one of my least favorite people. Ooh. That's for sure. Jeez, I don't know I... that I could uh, be on his side. After, after, not that he can't understand his mistakes or be forgiven by the characters, yeah. But I don't, uh, yeah. You can't forgive the character. No, you are the worst human being in the world. Well, and I mean, (laughs) yeah, because what he does is so in the finale is so insane. There's no, yeah, it's baffling. It's it's crazy. Like any of those types of crimes, and we'll get there. Yes, let's talk about um, the next episode. I will read. The synopsis for episode two, which is the second part, it's called "Queer There and Everywhere." Yeah, it's kind of amazing how, um, like these, like they go from location to location, but it's all conversation. Yeah, not a, not a lot actually happens. It's just normal life stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Parties, babies. They've just never gotten to show that um, on the queer side before. This really mm-hmm. didn't exist. No. Yeah, and we we have said this is the U.S. version. Obviously, it's based on the U.K. version. And you said it's virtually identical. The I think first I've heard the first season. The plot is the same as Shameless. Yeah. It's identical. The the names are different, but the the story is the same. The directing actually felt very English in the first episode, especially. It felt it reminded me a lot of like the U.K. Shameless, the way they shot it, especially when they're doing like slow motion shots of people at party scenes or like that sudden pan around yeah the camera movements are very interesting yeah Yeah. definitely Michael stays in the closet at work which causes some problems with an interested co-worker while at the same time he struggles with feelings of jealousy over Brian's relationship with Justin fair that's it so yeah, they're driving in the Jeep. I mean, like it picks up basically exactly where it left off. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brian offers to drop Michael off at the store. And he's like, no friggin' way are you doing that? He goes mm-hmm. in. His um, 
mean coworker like make some comment about two dudes that are shopping together. Oh, she's the worst. What's her her name's like Fat Linda? <laughs> yeah, what did you call her? Something like that. Something. Uh, yeah, she, let me look for it. She sees two guys walking together, and she does this fey little hand movement and mouths the word fags at him. And I was like, God. And then he laughs. laughs. Yeah, he laughs, which is horrible. At first I thought... Which is what they hear, Marley, and then they drop their baskets Marley. and walk out of the store. Yeah, which is... They should. Yes, and he's Awful. not happy. But what, yeah. he, what did he laugh at? Did he just misunderstand, or no, was he, he was just like, pretending? Yeah, he was pretending. Was he? Yeah. He's laughing. He was going along with it. Like, I ha thought, ha, that's funny. Gay people are funny. Oh, I thought his laugh was, I thought he was laughing at how ridiculous she was, or the, like, the confluence of situations. No, she was laughing at, she was laughing at the gay people. Uh, no, no, not her. He was. She, I know she's just being a jerk, but for a second, his reaction was so genuine. I'm like, do they have, like, a weird bantery thing? What's going no. on? No. No, and then later we find out that he's she's just, just so weird. afraid of them finding out that he's gay, that he, like, overcompensates by... Like laughing at a joke that he probably wouldn't laugh at if he was straight because yeah. it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's just, it's like, just like two dudes are shopping. They're <sighs> holding hands. Ha ha. It's that. Yeah, it was really mm, not good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another voiceover of like this one starts with them having like a multi person conversation and Ted's watching porn at work. And Emmett's at the <laughs> store that he works at. Comequick.com? Yeah. yeah. And then Brian's also at the store he works at. And they're all talking about what's going on in the world. And then yeah. Brian has the bathroom sex with the married man. Yes! That's oh, right. That's right. We find out he's an ad executive. And everything he does is, is sex. Everything he... Like, every ad campaign is, like, just dudes with no shirts on. There's, yeah. only, there's only one person in that meeting who's being a professional. There's one guy who's like clearly, like, hmm, is it is it too much? And then everyone else is just looking at Brian, thinking about having sex with him. <laughs> yeah, it, the, the guy's like fiddling with his wedding ring, oh, which I thought was a great touch. Yes, really nice little tell. It was, uh, yeah, very weird. So he follows him. Like, I don't kiss. It's like, yeah, right. Oh, you kiss. I'm going to kiss you. <laughs> Brian just does whatever he likes. In the meantime, uh, Justin's telling Daphne all about his night with Brian and like. Says he's in love with him. I was like, oh no. Yeah. Yes, What's... and then that's when he shares that he said he loved him right when he came. Yeah. Yeah. He's... And Daphne's clearly interested in Justin. Or I. Oh well, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, they're just like uh, they're best friends. Exactly. Not so much necessarily. But like... she's straight, so it would be natural for her to be like, well, if only you were straight, then we'd be. Because they're, they're, Together they're both outsiders. Just friends. Yeah, totally. It doesn't seem like she has a lot of other friends. Exactly. Not necessarily that, like. Do you have a donor question about them? Yes. yes. Okay. Because okay. the well, there was the weirdness. Clearly something. A, something happened in the middle. We don't know what, but. <laughs> I can't talk about that yet. But they even comment. It's like, is the weirdness over or yeah. something? Oh, anyway. the weirdness is over. Yeah. yeah. We're good. The weirdness is over. So, uh, Fat Marley um, forces Michael basically into a drinks oh. after work situation with this girl that likes him that she tricked him into admitting into, into saying that she was nice yeah she totally I mean, it's so like oh my god it, it's the worst because she starts <laughs> out bad mouthing this other employee and then as soon as yes. he, is, he says oh no she's nice just being a normal person it's she's like, like oh well then you all so like to come out to not even with us. high school like middle school yes. tactic where you like 
pretend you hate your friend to see if the guy is like, no, she's cute and I like her. Like you do like girls, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and like, it again, so, so obvious, so aggressive. Yeah, because she's like, I've never heard you talk about a woman before. Like people, they're such busy bozzies, bozzies, busy bozzies, busy bozzies are busy the bozzies. worst. Anywho, so then they're at the gym. That's another gym frequent scene that happens on the show, and they're talking about. Um, Emmett's line uh, it's my favorite but I'd rather my flame burn bright than be some puny little pilot light <laughs> he's the he gets great quotes yeah. so yes. many little poetic lines but that's what he's saying like he could be he could pass as a straight dude but he doesn't want to is there anyone here listening there's this new girl at work who's interested in you that Marley tricked you into meeting her and some of the others for a drink after work and now you have to go or they might suspect check out Mr. Peck deck so what if they do, they could fire him. Or I could end up an assistant manager for the rest of my life. And the solution is to pretend you like pussy? <sighs> Look, he's not like you, okay? What is that supposed to mean? Meaning he's not an obviously gay man. Are you accusing me of being obvious? If the fuck me pump fits. <sighs> well, I could be a, a, a real man if I wanted to. You know, just lower my voice, stop gesturing with my hands, make sure my face is expressionless, never, never use words like, like, fabulous or divine, talk about, I don't know, nailing bitches and RBIs, but I'd rather my flame burn bright than be some puny little pilot light. And a fabulous flame it is. Thank you. Yeah, but Michael is out there in the straight world. Believe me, it isn't easy. You do what you have to do. But they're saying, listen, if they find out Michael's gay, he could be fired. There's no law against that. and Or, mm-hmm. or he could just not get promoted. He could just be stuck as his assistant manager. Till the, he works in like this giant-ass box store called The Big Q. Oh, I hate to admit this. I, I didn't realize at that time you could be fired yeah, just for being you gay. still can you in still lots can? of states in, in America. In here you can't. No, no, he's not here, in obviously. In Canada. Come to Canada, guys. I about that. Discrimination. But yeah, in, in plenty of states, it's completely legal to fire without cause. Amazing. Yeah, it's horrible. And, you know, with the president that they have now, it's not going to get better anytime soon. Huh. It's probably going to get worse. Yeah, anyway, probably. they end up Everybody saying, knows. like, listen, you do what you have to do. Like, if you have to go on this fake date, then just do it. So Brian drives in there and then lectures him the whole time about, like, these people aren't your friends. Like, they would tie you to a post and beat you. <laughs> Which is a classic reference. Matthew Shepard. Uh, Matthew Shepard, yeah. RIP. Um, it's also clear in this scene that Brian's got so, like, that's where I was like, okay, he doesn't, like, he just doesn't seem to like other people a lot of the time. He's got a real hate on for straight people. Yeah, well, his line where he says, like, there are two kinds of straight people, it comes up so often. And he does eventually kind of change his tune about that. I mean, he changes his tune about a lot of things eventually-ish. I don't want to spoil too many things. But, um, yeah, he frequently repeats that line about, like, there are two kinds of straight people, the ones that hate you to your face and the ones that hate you behind your back. And it's hard to hear because it's like, that's certainly not true of me, but it's like, that's not, he's not saying a fact. That's his viewpoint. Yeah. Yes. To him, that's true. But. But that just shows how damaged yeah, he is. Yeah. And how afraid he is, really. And, and I, the sorry. show doesn't have an, a lot of, of straight allies shown in it. In fact, <clears throat> I think there's only the one, which is Mike's mother. Debbie, yes. Who's great, but we don't see. And then Justin's mom, who finally comes around by the end. Oh, good. Good. She, well, yes. We... She seems 
uh, when she first discovers this, the other man's underwear. Like yeah. she's, she honestly just seems most. We forgot to mention that Justin full out stole Brian's panties. Oh, yeah. So creepy. Really gross. That's a gross. And then move. kept them balled up on his bed for maybe, in plain sight. Maybe they do deserve each other. <laughs> Both feel spaces. <laughs> Mom finds Brian's undies and oh. is not happy. Yes, but also not. She's not angry. Angry. I, I yeah. feel like she just. In that scene where she's trying to figure out where do you, where are you going? Why don't you spend time with the family? Like she's not um, lecturing him. I feel like she just doesn't know what's going on in her son's life. Well, we hear a, a lot from his side that she doesn't approve. Like he says he would give anything for his mother to be as accepting as Michael's mother is. But his mother, obviously but we doesn't don't see know. we don't see anything of her react like how she feels. We only hear what he thinks she feels. Yeah. Yes. Like so we don't. Yeah, we only see what she feels in the finale, really, which is. But you do know by the finale that. Um, Justin lives with Debbie. Yes. So. Oh wow, that's true. Something happened oh, that didn't go well. I forgot about that. Uh, there's a. I thought they both lived there. <laughs> oh, that's possible. That's what I thought was that's happening. Possible, but not that true. they had moved in. Not true. Okay, that changes it. That does change everything. Um. So there's also the life insurance conversation with Brian and Melanie and Lindsay, which does not go well. They want him to get like a $1 million policy that if anything mm-hmm. happens to him, that Gus will get the money, which is, a- and Melanie makes some crack about him, like eventually getting HIV. Cause he's so uh, promiscuous. Yeah. yeah. He was tested six months ago and that's yeah. 182 one night stands. <laughs> that could have, which is very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Be, be so careful out there, guys. He gets wicked pissed about this, calls Bri- or Michael and is like, I'm coming to get you, even though Michael's like, no, she's super nice and I'm having a fun time. Yeah. It's like, no, I need you. You're coming with me. Now get the fuck out of there. Uh, yeah. You. And then they show up at the bar where Justin is and Justin's super stoked to see Brian. Brian is not super stoked to see what's his name. Yeah. <laughs> and he like pieces out of there. Basically, it's like, I fucked all these guys. Then we get the story about what happened with him and Michael and they were jerking off to Patrick Swayze, yeah. which then leads to the hilarious "How old are you?" conversation. <laughs> never, never ask Brian his age. He's very sensitive about it. He guesses thirty-three. He's actually twenty-nine. Oh, always go younger, guys. Yeah, never guess older. Which is shows he has no clue, really, how, like how old, like no reference of how old these guys are or like where they are in their lives, because he's still seventeen years old. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he just pieces out and leaves Justin behind. So, um, Michael takes him to the diner and tells mm-hmm. him, listen, Brian's never going to be your boyfriend, so get over it. And he says, will you, and Justin, of course, is still smitten from last night. Yeah, so he's and like, he's well, you don't know what like, it was like. You don't know what he did to me. Like, oh. yeah, he does that to everybody yeah. that he meets. Great kid. We get yeah. it. And then Justin is a super dick and is like, you're just waiting for him to finish jerking you off. Yeah. I was like, nah. No. no, 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 no! You don't know him yes. well enough to say it. Michael is being so nice to you right now. Yes. Everyone else was like, "Fuck that kid!" And and he called Debbie a freak and just before finding that out was, that Debbie is his is Michael's mom. Yeah, that was a super weird line. I'm like, "What a freak! Why would you call anybody a freak?" She Especially, is kind of a freak, but that was yeah. she's like talking dirty to her <laughs> own son. But she's also she's so out of control. She's such a, a huge character. Uh, we should say played by Sharon Glass, who I yes. think is Cagney or Lacey. Don't know which one. Yes, she is, but I don't know which one either. <laughs> Gotta go back. Gotta she go back. is amazing on this show. Like, it's just so nuts. And in the best way. Absolutely. And like a mom to Michael, to Brian, and to Justin, even though the three of them are constantly 
um, in some kind of tumult together or apart. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> boy, howdy. Uh, yeah, so Justin still isn't getting the hint, and he goes wandering yes, off. Yes, after Michael is like, don't go looking for him, he goes straight to the apartment to find him. It's crazy. Well, it's not crazy. It's exactly what he's going to do. It's stupid, but yeah. And, yeah. and of course, by that time, Brian has already decided to order himself an escort. Yeah. he. Uh, yeah. Brian orders a dude online. That's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fuckgood. Mr. Goodfuck. Okay. Mr. Goodfuck. First of all, I have to say something that drove me so crazy about this episode was the scene where um, with Melanie and Lindsay, who don't really get much to do in this episode, they are actually a, a bigger part of this show than they are seen in either of these episodes, really. Um, But she breastfeeds the baby and then puts it down. Like, if you don't burp a baby after you feed it, it will die. Doesn't, (laughs) like, I will never have a baby and I know that. I I was like, it made me so crazy. Really? I'm like, they'll just choke. No, I know they will. They'll choke and die. But, like, like the cut. First day you have that baby. You're just like, oh, "Oh, here you go. Boom. Anyway. Should have taken out the life insurance on the baby. I had to mention that. Please go ahead. Do you think it's it's reasonable for them to want a life insurance policy on Brian for the baby? Yeah, I guess. But he's not a parent to the child. But he's their, one of the main providers, I think, basically, financially. Because he does say, like, if you guys need any, well, she said they're fine, right? So maybe not. I guess, like, I don't know what they set up before going into this situation. Yeah. Because. I have a donut question about this, too. And it gets very complicated between the three of them with this child. And oh, I don't know how much you want me to say. Don't, no. say, don't say anything we want to, <laughs> listeners want to find out for themselves. Okay. I won't say the other thing that happens. But okay. yeah, uh, I think it's it's super soon after the baby is born. And we're like, why wouldn't they have talked about it before the baby was born? Like, yeah, it's very TV devicey yeah. to like put them at odds over something. Especially... Like, if he had agreed to be, like, a financial provider for this child... Yeah. Then it's kind of crazy how mean... Right. And we see Melanie in the finale. Like, she's a lawyer. Like, she she makes good money. So yeah. So it's not like they're... They... It feels like a cash cash crap. Yeah, but... But then again, he also I, has no one else... But that's, it's only if something happens to him. But if he gets a partner... If he... If, like, if Brian... and we right. know, we Which know, he knows he's adamant about never doing. Right. But, but say he married Justin... Then he's got to have a life insurance policy. It's not legal. Not legal yet. Yeah, for another many decades. Well, it's legal (laughs) now. Did they make his son his beneficiary? Like, if he... That was the point of the conversation. I feel like that is... Can they even Even do that without his... sons, according to him. Without his signature? Yeah. No, no, no. You'd have to... No, that's why he was trying... That's what the whole conversation was about, was him signing the paperwork. Oh, I thought they already did it. No, no, no. no. no, no. He and was I was like, how is that even possible? He's refusing to sign the paperwork. But he doesn't care about that. He just doesn't want to sign a piece of paper that says he might die. Because yeah. he's like obsessed with... He's insane. Yes, yeah. he and is this, That insane. whole thing turned him on this whole spiral of like ordering a man online and like being mean to Justin when he shows up. Oh, and how brutal was that that the escort shows up just after Justin walks <laughs> past hilarious. him when... When Brian will let Justin into the apartment. And the, the escort has to tell Brian, you're being kind of a jerk and to that kid. And he calls him Mr. Goodfuck. Yeah. Oh Which I God. hope was his actual no, oh. his name. His name was George. No, his like yeah, escort name. name. George Goodfuck. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> they changed Justin to... his stalker. His stalker. He is stalking him. Anyway, we talked about this is when he chases Justin out of the street and tells him that he doesn't believe in love and he should go home and do his homework. It was, it, he kind of fixed the situation. It was a, better than 
the ish, I guess. Better than Absolutely. not doing it. But I thought he was going to go and get him back and tell him to come upstairs for and the engage in the threesome. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, well, no, he, he did go and kind of fix it. And yeah. he felt sad, I thought. Yeah, after. you get those little moments <laughs> Did of you Brian. think that? You thought Brian felt sad? Yes. He felt uh, something. <laughs> maybe. He was really worried about his shit getting stolen. Yes, yeah. and rightfully so. I was as well. That's all I was thinking about. You shouldn't leave them all. I mean, I just left a stranger alone in my apartment to come talk to you. He did seem like Do the nicest escort oh, ever. It was great. Like, so he was nice to the kids. It made me want to start and watch the whole thing over again so bad. I have been thinking about nothing else but this and all the good scenes that happen after this. Uh, there's one more thing in this episode we should mention before we get to the finale, which is Vic, which yes. is Michael's uncle, who is up late and can't sleep because of his MasterCard bill that was never supposed to come. Uh, the, like the Rome trip before he died, which <laughs> he hasn't done yet. Yep, somehow he just keeps so, living. Yeah. It's a miracle. He has advanced stage AIDS, and uh, oh, yes. he was never supposed to live this long. So they took the, the last trip of a lifetime and thought the debt would go with him, and, and he's still kicking. But so now, he has no way to pay it back, which would be super stressful. Yes. Now, who is the actor playing Uncle Vic? Do you, oh, it's um, Jack Weatherall. Mm, he's really good, he's, eh? He's great in everything, and he just... I don't know. He said he comes. He comes across automatically as like this sweet guy. You yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm, you do not deserve to be dying. What's going on? He here? doesn't get a, a very big storyline on the show, but he's one of the better like supporting characters. Every time he pops up, I'm really happy. sweet. His yeah. appearance in the final finale. Yeah, well, oh. the story he tells, well, let's get into it. Uh, so the finale is called Full Circle. Um, and it really is. I avoided watching it as long as possible yesterday because the first time I saw this episode, it, like, literally oh. crushed me. I can't imagine seeing this And then having the to episodes. wait six months or whatever it is till the next season comes out. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, I almost died. I thought, ugh, it was so bad. Okay. Uh, Brian turns 30. <laughs> Michael and David prepare for their move to Portland. Ted faces the truth about Blake. Justin and Daphne attend their prom, where a big surprise awaits. On his way to the airport, Michael receives a call from Brian. The fucking airport. Yeah. That angered me. <laughs> I'm like, no. Just stop. It was... It was, But in 2000, it was probably not the cliche that it is now. Oh, the, the running through the airport sequence? Yeah, yeah, well, did, yeah. Did you see the size of his cell phone? That alone, yeah. I was like, okay, they'll understand when they see that phone that this was a long time ago. This was when we were children. This was a different age. <laughs> yes. Well, I wasn't. I was 20. But you guys were children. Yeah. Yes. We were, we were in just. It was bleak. not appropriate for me to be oh watching Dirty Man Sex. Okay, let's talk about Full Circle. And I wasn't said, sure at first if you were watching a, a like a, a previously on or if that was the way they were just doing opening the finale. Oh, with, with all the, the different the boxes, boxes. Yeah. I'm like, is this a flat? Like some of the editorial choices are so strange. On this it is show. strange. They do things like nothing I've ever seen before. But I'm just, I just go. I like with it. It. It's, it's colorful and I'm like, yeah, I was on board. Super weird. Yeah. It's so everyone's talking to everyone. Who, we don't really know who's talking to who. They haven't seen Brian for days. In the meantime, what we're actually watching is Brian fuck two dudes at once. Neither of which is Justin. I don't know how you guys felt about that, but twenty I took me. I twenty nine was there. Nineteen episodes later, and uh, I was assuming it would not be Justin. Yeah, well, yeah. it wasn't. There I we was, go. I, that's more or less what I expected from what yeah. we got out of Brian. In the first I episode. was wondering if it would be Michael, <laughs> but yes. I don't think that happens. I'm, I hope or, it doesn't happen. 
I think it does eventually I mean, at sure, some point. I hope that anyway, let's not let's not get into I'm that. I'm not going to say anything about that. But oh, they no. kidnap him against his will. He's adorable in that scene when he's like, "Man, man, he's such a little baby about it." I don't want to be thirty. They take him to his own funeral and serve him death day cake because now he is over the hill. It's kind of a fun idea for a birthday yes especially for someone who's so morbidly obsessed mm. with it ever since i've watched empire records i've wanted to have a funeral for myself i can. feel like it's way fun to be at your own funeral than to miss it can do so maybe for my 40th we'll have a hannah's funeral That's you guys fine. can all say mean things about me while i lie in a coffin so. <laughs> you want us to be, you want us to roast you yeah all right cool you can say nice things too if you want but... well maybe we'll say nice things in a mean way exactly okay done and done yeah it's better if it's funny she is gone. Right. So we get a lot of information. Uh, Brian is not going to New York City. Everyone is surprised by this, yeah. including Justin, who was like, this is all you've been talking about lately. Like, why are you acting like this is Didn't not a get big the deal? I tried to look it up because I can't remember. I'm not sure if he actually turned the job down and he's lying. I feel like that's what happened. That he decided he didn't want to be a big fish in a big pond. That he likes being the big fish in the medium-sized pond kind right. of deal. I feel like that's what happened, but I couldn't find it online, so like that could be a lie. I'm yeah, sorry right. if that's wrong. That's... I feel like it didn't fall through. I feel like he decided not to go. Yeah, definitely. But that could be uh, not if, true. If he had decided to go through with it, it would never have fallen through. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would fail at something. Right. That well, he was actually interested in. He fails at things yeah. sometimes. Things that he cares about? Yeah. Okay. Things, okay. things will happen that don't go well for him. But, yes, totally. I, well, I mean, obviously he can't leave the show, so he's not going to leave the city. Which is probably the same reason why you thought Michael was not going to go to Portland. But then, at the same time, I was like, maybe it isn't just one city. Sometimes people leave the show and they continue to follow them yeah, to the city. That's true. But the more we but see... But it's all about the relationship. Yeah, between. the more we see of that, of Michael's relationship with this new guy... Yeah, we David. Had, David, thank you. He's... Mm-hmm. I mean, he's fine, but they really focus in on the bad things about him. I was so intensely reminded of Gilmore Girls in this, and when we watched the, when we did the Gilmore Girls donut, and how we hated, uh, what's his face, Lorelai, and, uh, who was she? Oh, Max Medina? Max Medina. She gets proposed, and we're like, who is this idiot? Mm-hmm. And like, this isn't all Luke. The time, like, this isn't or, Luke. Or Christopher. And it's like, he is so wrong. And it was the exact same thing. It was like, this guy is so wrong. And yeah. we're getting it so clearly just by watching this one episode. Right. Well, he says, and I quote, isn't it great to be in love with a guy who does everything? Yeah. Like, that's so obnoxious. That's no, that would never be great. It's annoying. Yeah. And it is. And, and would you like, oh yeah, is that, what does he say? It's like, I'll just go to the beauty parlor and get my nails yeah, done. Yeah. And he says like, do you want a trophy wife later in the episode? And, and it's true. That is how he's being treated, especially in this episode. Like we don't know what's happened prior to this or how long they've been together or who this guy even is yeah. or why they're going to Portland. I'm yeah. going to say we did not, he did not know him at the, in the pilot. No, no. no. Yeah. They, they meet in the donut for yes. sure. Yes. Uh, I have a question, so I'm not going to tell you anything about that, but yeah, so this whole episode, their whole storyline is that David is taking complete control over this move. Absolutely everything from like putting screens up, booking the flights, they renting the house they're going to live in. And they haven't had one second to discuss like, okay, I quit my job. I'm leaving my family and all my friends. Mm-hmm. We're moving from Pittsburgh to Portland, which is like... you Different world. Pretty fucking far. Yeah. And, and we haven't talked about what I'm going to do with my life at all. Like, you wouldn't do this for me. You wouldn't. And that's where the whole thing kind of collapses. 
But even in the collapse, David's like, well, I don't think you should go. Like, he's still trying to control what happens. It's so annoying. I mean, David does admit. David's the one who says, I, like, thank you for doing all this. I don't know, like, if the table's... Like, he admits yeah. that I But in that same that conversation, much. he's also like, are you sure you don't want to stay because Brian's staying now? And like, obviously super jealous of whatever's going on with Michael and Brian. It was crazy. Like, when he was going to the airport, it seemed like he was the angry one. And, like, with Michael, when he was leaving, when it should have been the other way around, when it does end up being that, it's like, I'm sorry. No, I'm the one who's sorry. (laughs) But it was like, but still, the same time, it was like, yeah, he was in charge. They're clearly a bad match, but Michael also has no backbone. None. Like, it's not until the party that, like, he makes those passive-aggressive comments, and... Yeah, okay, the guy that actually listens to me, he, like, says it into the closet. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I get that David should be picking up on this stuff, but Michael could just say, no, I'm gonna fix the screen doors. That's it. Yes. I want to do something, so right. I'm going to go do it. But that's not his personality, and it's not just with David. Like, that's, that's oh. the whole relationship with Brian as well. Like, so he true. doesn't take control. Like, that, even in the pilot, they're sitting around waiting for him to come out from getting a blowjob, and then he just ditches them there. Yeah. He finds something better to do, and he ditches them after they were waiting on him. And it's just like, that's that's Michael's that's whole that's Michael. situation. Like, he cannot, he's so, yeah. It's, it's hard. He's afraid. And he's, even in this, he ends up going. He, he wants love. He wants someone to, like, be with him. And it's like, if it's not perfect or even close to perfect, he's still going to, like, try. It's, yeah. I thought it was I silly, too, David. but <laughs> when he said it's like, they didn't have to turn that into an airport scene, especially because he said, it's like, here's the ticket, and it, you can come on your terms, on your times. Like, it doesn't matter if he's on this yeah. flight or if he goes tomorrow. Right. But it wasn't, I think they're trying to make it all, like, last minute. Like, oh my like, god, this is he's going to leave. This is the one ticket. The, and the reason empty. he doesn't leave has nothing to do with David. No. It has to do with Brian. Brian. So, like, even then, you've, if you want to think forwards, like, okay, like, we shouldn't really talk about it too much what happens to Justin, but that's only going to stop him temporarily. Yeah. In, yeah. in theory, right? Yeah, Either true. Justin's going to die, God forbid. Knock on wood. Or he'll get better, hopefully, eventually. And then things will be fine. Uh, They're never fine again, just FYI. But uh, he no. doesn't die, though, obviously. But things are still never fine again. No! Nothing's ever fine after that. It's so Great. fucked up. Great. Oh, my God. Brian wears that bloody scarf under his clothes for months. He stop never it. fucking takes stop it off. It. Okay. What? I'm sorry. God I'm sorry. God I'm sorry. I'm stopping talking oh now. God, that's, that's not so, really a spoiler. Uh, it's just fucked up. Okay. Uh, let's, we're not there yet. Let's, let's get back. Going. Uh, let's, we're going go. backwards. Let's talk about what's going on with Ted and Blake and Emmett. <laughs> Ted's dating a drug addict addicted to crystal Who meth. also yes. seemed super young, but Blake, I don't think was. He's the twink. Yes. He's yeah. in his early 20s. He okay. doesn't eat. He just he lives is. off crystal meth, so that's why he looks like he's 12. And he comes home <laughs> and basically forces... Ted to have sex it's with him. so obvious that he's high. He didn't even have to say, "I found your stash." Like that. Like that is a high person. Yeah. To the like a thousands. Well, degree. they go to take him out for lunch and find out he never showed up for his job where he's working for Melanie. And when he does show up, he's t- terrible. And they're like everyone wants to fire him basically. Yeah. And then yeah, when he comes home, he's high out of his gourd. He takes off his shirt and just chugs water. But they knew. Like even Emmett knew, right? Because he's the one that says to him, like you know he's not okay. You know he's using again. Like, yes. You have to either lock him out or you have to take him to rehab. And so it all comes to a head at the party when he 
finally confronts him. Yes. Says, look, you've got to go to rehab or uh, we're done. That's it. Like, I can't, be, I can't be with someone who's like this. And he amazingly agrees. I mean, Checks this, himself in. And then... Well, when they, they go together. Yeah, they go together and it seems so hopeful. And then he goes back to visit him the next day. Yeah. Maybe not even. I think yeah, it was the same be. day they said even. He and, checked... Yeah, maybe. Uh, I feel like it probably was the next day. Could have been morning tonight. But anyways, yeah. let's say 24 hours at most has passed. Returns with flowers, you know, good for you, you're, you're trying, and he's gone. He checked himself out, left a note for him. Left the opera CD behind. No note. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like, so opera is, like, this thing they bond over, but it's really Blake just pretending to like it, to, like, be closer to Ted, really. Ted's obsessed with opera. Anyway, so, yeah, he, like, leaves the CD that he gave him. Like, it's so mean. Yes. It's like, it's like a... Yeah, not even a note, but like, don't look for me, you yeah. know? I'm done with this lie. Like, I'm yeah. done with this thing I'm I was pretending, pretending to do. done pretending to be this person that you want. Yeah. It's fucked up. And again, like, Blake, he doesn't go away. He's, uh... Oh, he doesn't? That's not the last you see of him. Oh, no. I hope he changed his... Did he change his locks? Don't tell me. I'm not going <laughs> to say gonna anything. That he didn't change his locks, and that's just going to bite him in the ass. Yeah. So what's going on with Justin is that he doesn't want to go to prom because uh, it's for straight kids, and then they convince him that it's a rite of passage and that it's important. So he tries to ask Brian, who fucking laughs in his face like a jerk, and mm. refuses to go because oh. there's too many 18-year-olds there, which I do get because it would be yeah, super he's... creepy if a 30-year-old yeah. showed up at the prom. Which he does. Thank yeah. God that Justin turned eighteen at some point, because yeah. otherwise, otherwise, I feel like it would. I, I don't know. I it's, still think it's illegal. Uh, yeah, it's not. But it's, it's it's not. It's the optics of it is bad, for sure. Like yeah. showing up with a prom date that's ten years your senior is just weird. It's yeah, yeah, it's a problem. So he's like, no, thank you. That's ridiculous. And, like, I guess you you guys don't know, and I don't honestly really know, what the status of their relationship is. No. Like, he's obviously having sex with other men. And uh, Justin said at the beginning, like, yeah, I haven't heard from him. He isn't answering my calls, so clearly they're talking. But yeah. But I, th- I think they're... They're certainly yeah. not exclusive, obviously. Obviously. And the, in the conversations at the beginning, one of them mentions, like, oh, he's probably fucking as many guys as he can get his hands on. And then they're all like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's probably what he's doing. So, obviously, Justin's aware... That Brian is still being Brian. Anyway, but Lindsay thinks the invite to the prom is freaking adorable while they're scarf shopping. She's, <laughs> she's all about it. And, and she says she wants to grow old with Melanie. Like, she doesn't care about getting older. Like, it's one of the good parts of life. It's natural. And yeah. she wants to have grandkids and to grow old with them. And, and he says he wants to vomit hearing that. <laughs> Do you want me to barf right now well, here he, in the store? She quotes back copy he wrote from an anti-aging cream commercial. And she, he's like, what are you doing? Like, I wrote that bullshit. You got that from a commercial. <laughs> She's like, well, I still believe it to be true. Anyway, it's pretty cute. They're really cute together. They have a great relationship. And yeah. he finds a perfect scarf. Yes, that's uh, true. Which seems to tie in. He's obsessed with beauty throughout this whole episode. I mean, I get that he always is. But yeah, but turning 30 up. really fucking throws him, for sure. He wants this one beautiful thing. A lot of the story of this show is him um, figuring out what to do because he's obsessed with living this life forever. And his friends grow up. They get into relationships. They, get, they have kids. They stop going to Babylon. Mm. And then a younger... Brian comes along because one always will, right? Always. And it's, it gets it gets dark. It's hard for him to oh. to stop. But 
He works on it sometimes. That poor guy. Sometimes he goes in the opposite direction. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so Emmett's super sad that Michael is leaving his former roommate. They're obviously not roommates anymore, even though Emmett was only supposed to be there temporarily. And he decides to throw him a party, a flannel party, because they're like, this is our last night out together. We're not going to be together at Babylon anymore. Anyway, it was really sweet. I thought, yeah, and that was a fun party. Like a little, he's got a fake stuffed meat in there. He went so overboard, it was crazy. I was like, I wish I had a friend like that. That was like, I'm going to throw you a theme party. And then it was like, <laughs> really themey. I, I would not like that. Yeah, okay. see, we're opposites yeah. there. I thought it was amazing. Uh, that And Vic shows up, everyone has to wear flannel. Vic shows up in his bathrobe. Uh, Michael doesn't even have flannel. Of course pajamas. he doesn't. We can't find it because his David has packed it. Oh, yeah. And then he gets a David. different flannel. <laughs> and then they have a little back and forth about uh, he's annoyed again, wants something to do, doesn't get anything to do, is getting more and more pissed. Yeah. That's it. Off pack. And then everyone's at the party. Yeah. There's, they, it's really awkward because Emmett like walks in on them yelling at each other and that's when they're having it like out. Yeah. But also Ted and Blake are also having it out. Like worst party ever. And Brian doesn't it's even show up because he's busy hanging himself. Oh, and drinking whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Brian uh, is doing a little autoerotic asphyxiation with his new scarf. To celebrate his birthday. I want to experience the joys of scarfing. I This is it of yours. So hard when he said that. Scarfing. Scarfing. Yeah. It's so funny. And he almost dies. Yeah. Well, we don't know. I thought he cut he was... down the scarf, but the scarf was obviously not cut. No, he untied it, I think. Yeah, well, yes. It was... He's He's fading. When we come into the room. Yes. Those yeah. He's shots, passing he's out. He's passing out. And yeah. I thought he had snorted cocaine. He did. Okay. Yeah. So he's... At the same time. Well, yeah. they call... On the show, he always calls it a bump. So I don't know what's in it, but I think it is cocaine. A bump is usually just like a small hit of coke. Yeah. Like, a, like a, you know, a, a coke nail full. Yeah. They have these little bumpers. Like we didn't like realize at that point things. that he was also hanging... Well, doing that, right? I well, thought it started with a close-up, and I just thought he was just doing drugs and with that and then I only realized that he was hanging once Michael entered. Mm. Well we have that scene of him throwing the scarf like in slow motion up over the, the beam oh, in yeah. the ceiling. And, and he like, was doing his sexy dance. Yeah, for no just, one. Yes. <laughs> Which was so long. Which there was, was so many times really they cut back to it. Good song that I really liked a lot. The music wrote, in the show yes. was, was a lot of fun. Yeah. Just a lot of techno. Yeah. Definitely. I mean I can't answer that because I knew what he was going to do because I've seen it before so I don't remember if I didn't know what he was doing but, yes. He's... I didn't figure it out until Michael burst in. And then I... Re- well, and there's like a few shots of him with the scarf around his neck slumped. Kind of his eyes going loose. Yeah. But when he was just throwing it over, I just thought he was drunk and being weird. And yeah, <laughs> I thought it was literally just like, ha ah. He's doing a scarf dance. I love my new scarf. Because he, he loved <laughs> that thing. It's totally fair. And it's disgusting that he wears it covered... Well, we'll get there. Though Michael we'll is pissed. Rightfully so. Um, that he didn't show up to the party and that he's trying to hang himself. And, uh, yeah, they have a fight. Mike, well, Brian's also pissed because he ruined what he was trying to accomplish there. The second time in two episodes that Michael saves Brian from a suicide, what is essentially a suicide attempt. I feel like in either soft, of those cases... soft suicide soft attempt. Soft suicide attempt. Yeah. Where, if, where he would allow it to go that far, but he would never say that he was trying to kill himself. Yeah. So they're back at school. Our friend Chris Hobbs knocks Justin's books out of his hand and once again calls him a fag. Again, think he's he's obsessed with him. And he's so excited to get out of that school and never see Chris Hobbs again. 
And then he talks to Daphne, and he's like, oh, God, if Brian went to the prom with me, it would be the perfect fuck you to this school. So, are you going to the prom? Are you kidding? <laughs> I know. I wasn't going to go either, but Deb said it was this rite of passage, and if I missed it, then I would regret it for the rest of my life. So I asked Brian. No! Turn oh. me down, though. Oh, shit! Can you imagine? And people's heads would have exploded. I know. It would have been the perfect fuck you and farewell to St. James Academy. I missed you, Dad. Me too. So, how about you and me going together? Like a date? Mm, like friends. Best friends. Only... Weirdness over. Weirdness definitely over. Okay. <laughs> and then they decide to go together, and that's when they have the conversation about the weirdness between them being over and then yeah. them being friends again. And I have a, a question about that, so I won't say anything. But yeah, they decide they're going to go to the prom together. He does the walk down the stairs, and he looks so handsome, and everyone's there, like, excited for him, which is. Ugh, like, there are not a lot of finales that go so high to so low it, like the oh. turnaround on this episode is but I mean you we you, you don't see it coming I don't know no. did you no. you knew something bad was going to happen though after the prom I didn't I didn't expect it I, I, was was so I thought they were going to go home so together elated. I didn't think he was going to we leave, leave them. Daphne there that's his date it's true yeah. I, I knew that something bad was going to happen yeah I didn't at all I felt like it had been foreshadowed the whole time the fact that Chris Dodds keeps showing up they kept showing him but sure, I like the last time foreshadowed I just I didn't I felt like the last really... time I saw him was in that circle and the look on his face looked like he had been defeated and I thought that would be the end of it Oh, with Chris, but see, with, I thought. But no, it was the opposite. I read that as obsessive, crazy heartbreak. Which it, I think that Chris was is gay, and was obsessed with him, with Justin. Yeah, it's 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 a theory and because Justin is able to be out and comfortable with himself, and I think that's why they showed that reaction shot to him actually showing up. They also man. showed uh, him reacting to Justin and Daphne together and just having fun, and even that pissed him off. Like yeah. there was like a like a side eye yeah. shot of Chris being like, "Oh fuck you too! I can't believe you're enjoying this." Like, yeah, he's he's such it a could, dick. It could be that he's just just hates. Yeah, and it's, and that's it. Uh, I, yeah, I like just like that. They're all he's always watching him. Yes. That's what got me. He's always watching him, can't let anything go by. Very obsessed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like he never... It's not a casual thing for him. He's really fixated on this one person. Yeah, it's yeah. It's strange. I have to mention the line where Michael tells Brian, because again, this comes up so often on the series, and my friends and I say to each other all the time when we're having a bad day, which is like, you will always be young, and you will always be beautiful. You're Brian Kinney, for fuck's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> we will always say, we're like, you're Brian Kinney, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> it's so great, because it's so true. He's like a magical creature. He's not like a real... Hey, look at those cheekbones. He's going to look good. And then they have that adorable kiss that's more like a friend kiss, but also a real kiss. He kisses like every, Lindsay, Justin, and Michael yeah. multiple times in all these episodes. He's such a fucker. Oh, I love him so much. <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, so let's talk about the prom. Brian walks in like Prince fucking charming. 
his, in that fucking scarf. Oh, like, oh my you. god. And they thank dance you. that when that song comes on. Yes. They had him and Justin do a beautiful dance together. Save the last dance. Every time I hear that song, I think about the scene. I think about how beautiful everybody just like backs off. They have the entire dance floor to themselves and they do a real dance. Like that's not like a side to side, like that's a choreographed it's so good. It's so good. Oh, and he like flirts with Daphne and he's like mm-hmm. so cute with her, even though they're like weird. Anyway. I loved it so much. I like that. I like that he was so nice to Daphne, brought her in. He's like, I'm not here to take your date, but yeah. I am taking your date. But you can hang out with us too. Yeah. And then uh, he walks Brian out to the car and they <sighs> kiss goodnight and he tells him it was the best night of his life. Mm-hmm. And then who's on? Did you see that? Yeah. We gave him a prom they'll never forget. Me neither. It's the best night of my life. It was ridiculously romantic. And Brian says it was ridiculously romantic, which is like, after 19 episodes of Justin just fucking fighting and fighting and fighting for Brian's attention, like, you have no idea. Like, so hard. And you never think it's going to work. And this is the moment, guys. Like, he finally gets it. Brian actually He's felt something. so happy. They're both happy. And then Brian gets in his car. Yeah, and there's the way they shot that, like the rear view mirror. Like, it just fucking... He looks in his rear view. Shocked the fuck out of me. You hear someone yell, hey, Justin. It's just Brian. Justin. It's Brian who screams trying Justin's to alert him. Trying to get him to turn around. Oh, and unfortunately, he... he does turn around. And gets hit. And in he the gets head. a baseball bat to the front of the head and goes down and bleeds everywhere. Mm-hmm. And Brian jumps out of the car, knocks the, the baseball bat into his uh, yeah, uh, and then just screams. knocks him out as well. Yeah, knocks uh, him down. Knocks him down. You can hear Chris moaning in pain. He'll he goes, be fine. God damn it! Yeah, for, don't worry. Nobody, about Chris. nobody gives a shit what happens to Chris in this scene. I'm just saying that he's not. Didn't uncommon. he know that he was still right there? Well, it doesn't matter. It's good that he timed it like that because yeah, he was right there still but like but yeah it's, I it's, don't know and once again he's he, I feel like Chris was acting very irrational and yes. you know like he's I mean obviously it's irrational no matter what his motive is I just I want to know what was going through but Did what you ever drove find him out? to attack him at that but like that's pretty yeah. much like he's decided like he could kill him he could, and and like, uh, if you hit someone in the head with a baseball bat, he's you hated him clearly this entire time. But something just pushed him over the edge, where yeah. he's like, "Yeah, I'm okay with this." Like, well, I, I think that Pierce definitely was, had a point in that. Well, like, don't say, say nothing because much. you don't want to spoil because anything. Because I have a donut question about it as well. Okay, but I think right. I think that dance is what put him over the edge oh. for whatever reason. That was too much for Chris to handle. Oh my god. But, yeah, and then we see him coming out of the ambulance. Justin's blood is all over Brian's body. And he calls Michael and asks him to come to the hospital. And we see the flashback to the pilot, the three of them running through the halls. Which was so... So joyous. Happy. Yeah, and now this. And now this. Full circle. And that's how it ends. Garbage. And we don't know what's going to happen to Justin. So I have to keep watching now. You should. I'm season going two to. Is the best. But, um, You're going to go into season two. Oh yeah, I'm done with season one. I've seen the pilot. I've seen the finale. What else is there? No, no, I'll finish the rest. 
Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll work my way through. Is there anything you guys want to say before we get to the quiz, which has nine Jesus Christ. questions? Jesus. I have nothing to say. Let's get to the quiz. Yeah, I'm good to go with quiz. Guys, please watch Where is Vogue. Tell your friends. Okay. <laughs> Question one. Why are David and Michael moving to Portland? A, David's new job at a tech company. B, to be closer to David's son. C, to take care of David's sick mother. D, to take over David's father's chiropractor practice. Chiropractice? I don't know what you would call it. You know what I mean. Well, those are all extremely reasonable options. I don't remember any clues I to why like they're going. I feel like I know the answer. Oh, actually, now that I think about it, so do I. I'm going with D. My answer is A, but those could be the same thing. A tech company and a Cairo. Oh, well, he's moving for a job. David is moving for a job. Was that A? A is a new job at a tech company. At a tech company. Okay, yeah. what's specific? D is to take over his father's Cairo practice. I'll go with A. I'm sticking with D. Okay. It's uh, B, to be closer to David's son. Damn. I thought for sure they talked about his job. He, he says that is he's a chiropractor okay. and he, is, he does have a job to go to. Um, but the reason they're going to Portland is because that's, he used to be married to a woman mm -hmm. and had a child and they, uh, anyway, it's so funny because normally everyone, especially Brian calls him Dr. Dave, but they oh. don't say it once in this whole episode. And I was trying not to say it while we talked about him. Cause I would call him Dr. Dave too. A doctor, honey. But he's a chiropractor. He's not a real doctor. Anyway. I mean, that's still a doctor, but you know what I mean? Okay. Zero points. Number two. The boys take a road trip to which city after Justin runs away to bring him back? <laughs> a. Las Vegas. B. Miami. C. New York City. D. Nashville. Okay. If there and by boys, I mean Michael, Brian, Emmett. I can't remember if Ted goes or not. I don't think he does. Okay. I'm going to go with... i got to go with New York City on this one because it's... The location? The location. Exactly. Also, I'm trying... Yeah. Let's just go with Nashville. Nashville? Nashville? It's New York City. Yeah. Nashville's like the last place on yeah, that the list furthest this guy away. should be going. No. Furthest away? I, I thought you'd go for Miami, Miami. I was thinking like, Miami. Yeah. That Super was my party first. City, but, yeah. but I'm like, Nashville is so random. And he's Let's 17. Go with that. He doesn't even have a car of his own. And that's where Bart went that's true. on that's his road Bart trip. Went. went to New York City. All right, Pierce has one point. Yes. Question number three. What caused the weirdness between Justin and Daphne? There we go. A, she asked him to be her first and he turned her down. Ooh. B, she asked him to be her first and he said yes, then she fell in love with him. Mm. C, she asked him to be her first and he couldn't perform. <laughs> D, Justin slept with the guy Daphne has crushed on since grade school. Oh, interesting. See, like, okay, I want to say D because, like, why the fuck would she ask him to sleep with her after what we saw in the pilot? Like, what? I'm going with C. Because I think she would ask him. I think he would say yes. And I don't think there's any way he could that he could make it work. D? That's what you're saying? No. Oh. Oh, you're not saying D. No, I'm... You said C, right? I yeah. said C. Yeah, is... I'm either between C or A. Um, well, I'll go with A. Okay. Just because... Okay, it's B. Oh, oh wow. so cool. She asks him to be her first, and he does it, and then she falls madly in love with I him, can't just like he, does he did it. with Justin. Well, Brian is the one that convinces him to do it, because uh, he's 17 and he could fuck anything, and uh, it's nice. Anyway, you'll see. You'll see. 
It's terrible. Yeah, I don't care for that. I'm I think sure. she it's was terrible. the worst realized character on the show. Well, she is the least. She's not around. Do. Yeah, you don't see her much. She's just like, um, like a person for Justin to like say things to. And the conversations they had, like that's so awkward. Yeah, like, that's not a natural conversation. It gets super awkward after they have sex. Yeah, I'm sure it mm-hmm. does. Why does Chris Hobbs relentlessly bully Justin? It's still one nothing. Okay. A. He's closeted. Mm-hmm. He lets Justin jerk him off in the school locker room in the donut. B. Justin tried to kiss him at a dance when they were in fifth grade in front of everyone. C. The girl Chris likes only has eyes for Justin, even though he's not interested. D. Kristen doesn't like that Justin is proud to be gay. Oh. Now, not all of those rule out that he could still be closeted. Like, he could be closeted in... Oh, yeah. He could be closeted in all of those scenarios. Justin tried to kiss him, you said, was B? B was Justin tried to kiss him at a dance when they were in fifth grade in front of everybody. That's really interesting. That's. I don't think A is possible because, like, well, maybe Justin is a nice guy, but why would he keep that? I would never hit someone with a baseball bat if they jerked me off. No. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, so anyone out there listening that has ever jerked me no, off, that's the you thing. are safe. You're totally safe from baseball bats. You will never bats. get hit in the head with a baseball bat now. I don't see that happening in the donut. Like, that's yeah, near exactly. impossible to me. Like, yeah. Like, right? So B is also not really... I am probably going to go... Which one was the dance? B is the dance. Kiss, tried to kiss him at a dance. I'm going to go... In fifth grade. So I'm, like 10 years old. But I'm like his mother doesn't that. know that he's gay. What's C? People see what they want to see The girl Chris likes only has eyes for Justin that's even though weird. he's not interested. That one seems... Maybe. Like that just doesn't maybe. seem like enough. And people... To, who likes... Who likes Justin besides Daphne? Right. He doesn't have any other friends at the school. He very much hates school, that's so for sure. So by process of elimination, D is the only possibility, but that wasn't... What was that one? Chris doesn't like that Justin is proud to be gay. I'm going with B because I think that the dance thing might have triggered him at the end. I'll go with D. It's A. It's A? He totally jerks off Chris in the locker room, okay. and then Chris turns even worse and more psychotic. That doesn't make any sense. No, it's because he's, he's, he's all fucked up about his own perception of himself. Handle it, yeah. So he sees this externalized person who's comfortable. He's yeah. like projecting and all of his just, own like, self He cannot believe that but Justin then, like, can be who Justin is without suffering whatever the consequence would be if he did that. Right? The star football player. Like, who knows what his parents are like. I agree. It's insanely And he's beating him up in private. Like, not even in front of anybody. Yeah, but... So it's, like, benefiting him. It's not not a purely logical train of thought, right? No, well, no. he's a fractured mind. Yeah, and you sort of have to see what happens in between... Like, to Justin understand it. does stand up for himself, but he's also like, what's the fucking point of, like, fighting, like, getting in fights all the time, you yeah. know? Like, just let him, whatever, I'll be out of here soon enough. Anywho, still one nothing. What issue is the first Brian and Melanie and Lindsay clash over regarding Gus? A, his baptism. B, his circumcision. C, letting other moms breastfeed him. D, keeping him on a vegan diet. I think other moms breastfeed him. I would go with, um... Yeah, because they're lesbians, so they, they share the work. Yeah, but you only get the, uh... Well, other pregnant anti- moms, not just random moms. Okay, okay. Other yeah. moms with little babies. Like, they share the, the duties. I just, I just remember that the, the best health benefits come from the own mother, but I guess That's it, true. it helps to pass it around. she would also still be, uh... 
breastfeeding him as well. Yeah, get that. As long as he's getting those nutrients, yeah. it's cool. Um, I would say that it's probably the circumcision thing. I'm going with circumcision. Yeah. That's right. That feels Baptism like something that was too really... early. Well, that takes place and later. And he's not really religious. No. So unless he's saying no, I'll just like flat no. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what he's saying about the circumcision. Flat no. Well, that's crazy. Okay. Brian, come on. Okay, question six. It's two to one. Who does Ted make power of attorney when he's incapacitated? So in episode two, Ted meets our good friend Blake. They do drugs together, and Ted ends up ends up in a coma. Oh! For like a long, not a long time, but not a short time either. And it comes out that like this person has the power of attorney, so gets to decide when to pull the plug, like all of this stuff, right? Okay. Wow. So it's A. Michael, B. Emmett, C. Brian, D. Justin, E. Debbie. I feel like it's got to be Michael. I'm saying Emmett. Emmett. Final answers? Yeah, final answers. It's Brian. What? Okay, well, yeah. that's a great twist. That is a great twist. That mm. would set off so it many... It makes him so nuts because he can't understand why. why like, they do not have a relationship. They, they not like each other. That's probably why. I'm not going to say why because you're going to watch him and you'll find out when Ted obviously eventually wakes up because we saw him in the finale. It was a typo. Uh, question eight. How does Michael come out to his co-workers? Uh, we find uh, out, obviously, uh, in episode two that he is hiding the fact that he's gay. Yes. Uh, a, he tells them in a group email. B, he's caught on security cam having sex with Dr. David. <laughs> C, Brian throws him a surprise party and outs him to all his co-workers. D, he builds up the courage to tell them at the annual Christmas party after many drinks. Saskia? I'll go with A. I'm going to go with D. I feel I would like it if Michael had shown some spine. It's C. It's, it's fucking C. C. It's Brian did it? Yeah. God. Brian outs him to everybody. Yeah, damn it, surprise Brian. Surprise birthday party that he throws for him. See, because of that, because he, he didn't want him to be involved with the people at all. Yeah. Although it's very malicious, so yeah. I can... Yeah. Man, I am... I'm wishing for things for these people. Brian I gotta start is psychotically jealous of any relationship Michael has that's not with him. Oh. Doesn't oh. don't don't want to be in a relationship with him, but he can't have relationships with anybody else. He's keeping him on the shelf, yeah. basically. He's like his in case of emergency. Oh. Like whenever I need you, you're here. It's insane. Question nine. Final question. Oh my god! If you get this right, you can tie. If you do not, Piers will win the queerest folk donut. But if you also get it right. Well, I'll get you to answer for, well, first. All right. Because you can't copy me then. When Emmett has an HIV scare, what does he promise God he'll do if he's negative? Emmett? Yes. Okay. A, never touch a man again. No. B, only sleep with one man at a time. Uh, no. C, stop masturbating on Sundays. D, give up watching porn. There, hmm. Four impossible tasks. Yes. Well, I'm not saying he succeeds at it. I'm saying, what does he promise God that answer. he will do? I have my answer as well. Okay. I think the only th one of those things he could actually try to give up is masturbating on Sundays. I'm going with D. Which was no more porn. porn. Nope. It's never touch a man again. That's a And oh, he briefly um, becomes straight. Or tries to. Now, wow. And tortures himself for a long time. Wow, that's over still it. crazy. That's he, like, you him? can get AIDS Emmett? anyway. I know. 
You can get AIDS anywhere. That is to now the announcement. I hope you can get you should AIDS. Not have said that. <laughs> Amazing. All right, guys. I'm listen. Obviously you know how I feel. Obviously Best. recommend. Watched it dozens of times over and over again, and now I'm going to do it again because I got sucked back in. Great set of characters. Fascinating world and. I don't know. Everyone should watch a few episodes of this. Yeah. I used to tell it when I recommend to people, I'd be like, okay, the first season, you're going to see so much gratuitous sex and it's going to be kind of jarring. Like it's, again, this was back before it was normal to see anyone fucking on TV. Now we're really used to it, I think. But the first season I was like, I don't think I can watch this. Like it's hot, but it's too much. And then second, third, fourth season, it just becomes, you're so used to it because it happens so much that you become totally desensitized to it. Yeah. And then season four and five, you're like, oh my God, stop talking and just fuck already. <laughs> like, no one's fucking anymore. It's so great. Oh, love it. Anyways. All right, guys. One and 937 for oh, our Jesus. next show. Okay. Stop spying, you spire. I'm not spying. You spine. He's spine. He's spine. He's spine. Fine. I'm going with 333. Okay. I want to go with 930. Oh my god, of course you, you do. do I don't know. 930 is a CBS show called Worst Week. Oh god. And 333 Oop, too far. Is a show called Home and Away. God damn it. I have not heard of either of these shows um well it's your donut so okay. you gotta pick well, hold on home and away it says it's a drama then I'm going from to... 1988 oh my god yes that's old that's older than you two no it's my birth year and oh. his I, one year worst week u.s version of the bbc series the worst week of my life in which a young couple get quickly acquainted with their soon-to-be in-laws Okay. That sounds good. Um, it says it's comedy, right? So yeah, yep. do you want to go comedy from 2008? Oh, Home and Away has a 5.2 out of 10. <laughs> uh, Worst Week has 7.6, and it also has Kurtwood Smith. Oh, yes! We love our red foreman. And Kyle Bornheimer's in the lead. And we just saw him. Remember I told you he's been on so many failed sitcoms? Yeah. <laughs> There's um, another one! Holy heck, we gotta watch... Oh, Dude! No, yeah. on this? Okay. Jessica St. Clair, we're watching Worst Week. But hold on. We're watching Worst hold Week. Hold on. Home and Away has 3,620 episodes. It is still on. Oh, my God. And this is the description. Home and Away chronicles the lives, loves, happiness, and heartbreaks of the residents of Summer Bay, a small coastal town in New South Wales. Australia. Oh, it's a soap. It's a soap. That's yeah. amazing. I'm like, I know I've heard Home and Away before. 7,000 episodes, actually. Well, There's 7,000. It's up to Piers. It's yes, it is. Oh, no. We're watching Worst Week. All right, guys. We we're are watching, watching Worst Week. Worst Thank week. you for listening to us uh, fawn over Queer as Folk. Watch it, then watch the British version because it stars Charlie Hunnam and Carcetti from The Wire, which yeah. is insane. Okay? Love yeah. Love that is insane. Bye. <laughs> you can dance. Every dance with the guy who gives you the eye, let him hold you tight. You can smile, every smile for the man who held your hand neath the pale moonlight. But don't forget who's taking you home and in whose arms you're gonna be. So darling, save the last dance for me. Oh, I know, oh, I know that the music's yes, fine like sparkling oh, wine. Go and have your yes, fun. I know. Oh, I know. Laugh and sing. Yes, I know. But while we're oh, apart, don't give your yes, heart to anyone. Oh, but don't forget who's taking you home. And
in whose arms you're gonna be So darling, say the last dance for me mm, Baby, don't you know I love you so Can't you feel it when we touch I will never, never let you go I love you oh so much You can dance, you can dance Go and carry you on Till the night is gone And it's time to go If he asks If you're all alone Can he take you home You must tell him no Cause don't forget Who's taking you home And in whose arms you're gonna be So darling Save the land